There are a lot of Christians dealing with a mindset of paranoia. You are trapped inside of your own mind, locked inside of your own reality in a box. And it's a false reality driven by fear. It's a reality full of irrational fears. What is paranoia? We have here the dictionary definition. It says unjustified suspicion and mistrust of other people or their actions. Notice how it's unjustified. There's people that we got to discern in our lives. There's people who are going to want to use us. They're going to want to abuse us, take advantage of us. There's people who we got to cut off from our lives. And we just got to discern where they're really at and what their assignment is. But paranoia, it's unjustified. It's suspicion for no reason. Walking down the street type of suspicion, always looking around, even though it's broad daylight and you're in a safe neighborhood type of paranoia. Maybe you're just in your room type of paranoia or your household paranoid because of, of parents and, and what they think or you're at school and you're just suspicious of other people and you don't trust other people and you're so worried about what other people think about you. So paranoia is an unjustified suspicion and mistrust of other people and their actions. It's also the unwarranted or delusional belief that one is being persecuted, harassed, or betrayed by others. So when you have a paranoid mindset, it's a delusional belief that someone is always persecuting you, right? It's like this spirit hovering over your mind that is, that is harassing you. It's persecuting you. It really wants to take your joy in it, and it wants to take your peace. It wants you to always be suspicious of something or fearful of something, and it thinks about the future in a way that's very negative, very pessimistic, and very lacking of any trust or any faith of God. A paranoid spirit is always thinking about what can go wrong in every situation, in every scenario, even in the safest of environments, even at the park, even with the family, even at the dinner table, even in school or work, even in safe environments, a paranoid spirit spirit is full of fears. It's bottled down by fears, always thinking about the possibility of what can go wrong, not trusting anyone, not even God, not trusting that God will protect you, not trusting that God will guide you or lead you or, or that you're safe with God in his presence, that he has his angels watching over you, right? It's a mistrust and an even suspicion of God and his promises. Because when you believe the promises of God, it's going to break off this paranoia. Psalm 91 verse 1 says that he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High abides under the shadow of the Almighty. No harm will befall him but he will get healing. Uh, the, the son of righteousness will arise with healing in his wings to shine on you.
Psalm 23, David says, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me, your rod and your staff. They comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. So David said, even though I'm going through the valley of the shadow of death, I'm walking. I'm not staying still. I'm not being crushed in my mind, even though there's some some death coming upon me. But I'm still choosing to go forward, knowing that God's rod and his staff, his rod and his staff are found in his word. His word will correct you. His word and his rod will beat off some lions and some bears or some demonic mindsets that are trying to weigh you down in your mind. Let's see some symptoms actually of paranoia according to this website. So it's a website. It's not the word of God. So take it with you know, a, a grain, a grain of salt. It says some symptoms, paranoid symptoms may range from mild to severe. So there's different degrees of paranoia. And that's important as well, knowing that you may not be, you know, full on uh, paranoid, but you may have just mild symptoms of just fear and paranoia. And it's affecting the way that you move at work. It's affecting the type of encounters that you have because there's a slight spirit of fear that's changing your path because you no longer trust that person or that path. But sometimes you got to face the Goliath face to face. You got to confront that thing, confront that paranoia, confront that fear and, and just choose to envision it and, and see it well. See it with God's promises. See it with his word directing it. See it that you're being strong and courageous because that's what God has granted you. He's granted you a strong and a courageous spirit to lead and to guide you that even though you are stepping into new territories, don't continue to take the alternative route that's longer because of paranoia or because of a fear, but instead discern this paranoia and don't walk with it in your new season. In order to step in your new season, you got to break off every paranoia, every mistrust, every fear, and choose to trust and be established in God's word, in his promises, because the storm is going to come. People are going to come. The valley of the shadow of death may come and you may just find yourself walking through it, but you got to hope in his promises. You got to lean in his word and you got to rebuild your mind, your spirit, your actions, your thoughts, your dreams, your visions. You got to rebuild it upon his word because the rock will last. Some symptoms of paranoia. So they depend on the cause, but generally a person who is paranoid may, number one, be easily offended. Find it difficult to trust others, not cope with any type of criticism, assign harmful meanings to other people's remarks, be always on the defensive, be hostile, aggressive, and argumentative, not be able to compromise, Find it difficult, if not impossible, to forgive and forget. Assume that people are talking ill of them behind their back. 
be overly suspicious, for example, think that other people are lying or scheming to cheat them, not be able to confide in anyone, find relationships difficult, consider the world to be a place of constant threat, feel persecuted by the world at large, believe in unfounded conspiracy theories. So someone who's paranoid it always feels persecuted just by the world, right? Just by the air that they breathe or the situation that they're in. It's really a victim sort of mentality that the world is out to get you. Everyone is out to get you. And sometimes we got to discern people. We got to discern who we partner with. We got to be careful who we lock arms with. We got to be careful who we let into our camp because we don't want them to bring their curses into our camp like Joshua did. He made a mistake of letting in some foreigners, some fake people with some masks into his camp. And he choose, chose to make an agreement with those people. So we got to be discernful and we got to be wise of our relationships, who we're locking arms with, who we're surrounding ourselves with. But sometimes God will show you where they are in the spirit. He'll show you if they truly submit to Jesus Christ. He'll show you if they're truly in love with the Lord or if they're actually just a faker. And there's some people who you 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 got to not trust and there's other people that you got to trust and that doesn't mean that you share all your secrets with them either but if God has granted trust then then there's some people you got to be vulnerable with because vulnerability creates those relationships people who you got to open up to and not always thinking that the world is out against out, out to get you thinking that you know the world is just against you and that you're just at a disadvantage, don't be easily offended, right? Do not be offended. 2 Corinthians 6.3, Paul says, take no offense in anything that your ministry may not be blamed in persecutions, in trials, in distresses, in, need, in needs, in discomforts. Don't take offense because God has placed a ministry in your heart and your ministry is how you live. So what's the remedy to not take offense? It's Galatians 2.20. It's to know that your life is no longer your own, but this life that you live in the flesh, you live by faith in the Son of God who loved you and gave himself for you. So when Jesus died on that cross and was crucified, you were crucified with him. Your sin was crucified. Your your past was crucified. Your mistakes were crucified. A paranoid mindset was crucified. All the irrational fears that you're going through have been crucified with Jesus there on that cross. So you don't have to take offense at anything. And you got to find who are the people that you can trust. It's good to pray. Pray over everything and definitely pray over your relationships. Pray over who you should open up to and be vulnerable to and pray over who you shouldn't trust. Pray before you let people into your camp, before you, you know, shake hands with them and lock an agreement with them in the spirit and family in marriage and work and business. Pray over these connections, but don't have a paranoia and you got to be open 
to criticism. Be open to people, you know, correcting you because at work, you're going to get corrected. People are going to correct you. Your boss is going to correct you. Your manager is going to correct you. The, the word of God will correct you, right? You're not perfect. You have to be a lover of truth. Love the truth because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And God loves you so much that he's not going to let you stay where you are, but he's going to take you, he's going to turn you around, and he's going to transform you into something beautiful, into someone beautiful, full of gifts and talents and skills. So we're, we're crucifying this paranoid mindset. So a, a paranoid mindset is always on the defensive, right? Because it thinks that you, you think that people are always attacking you, right? You're very defensive because you think that people are attacking you. Even when you see people over in the corner, you think that they're talking about you and that they're attacking you. Hey, sometimes they are. Let's go on the worst case scenario and say that they are. Well, praise God because it's Jesus's life. It's not your life and they're not coming against you. They're coming against the spirit of God inside of you. And it's not good for those who come against the Lord's anointed. If you believe in Jesus, you've turned from your sin. You've been anointed with the Holy Ghost. If you say, I want to follow Jesus, I want my old life to die You've been anointed with the spirit of power and authority. So you don't need to be on the offensive, but you got to know your identity in Christ. What it says in Romans 8, 37, that in Christ, you are more than a conqueror, that you're stepping into territories and environments and you're conquering. You're, you're coming back with more goods, with more wisdom, with more information, with new knowledge of the glory of God. God is revealing himself to you more and more, and you're getting wiser in the spirit, wiser in his word. Your discernment is growing. Hallelujah. So a, a paranoid person finds relationships difficult. It's difficult to forgive and forget. This doesn't mean that you're not drawing wisdom from what happened, but in Christ, we got to forgive, right? This is essential to the message of the cross. People who are paranoid, they have a hard time forgiving. Just because you forgive them doesn't mean you need to lend them your whole heart and give them all of your goods. It means it means that you're you're choosing to set yourself free from that that bitterness and that unforgiveness, knowing that Christ Jesus forgave you, knowing that Jesus gave his blood on the cross for you. You can forgive because you are full of sin, iniquity, you are full of lust and wrath and murder. You say, Andrew, it wasn't full of murder, but Jesus said, Anyone who's angry with his brother in his heart, that is murder. You you were full of adultery because Jesus says that if you commit lust or if you even just look at a woman lustfully, that is adultery. So Jesus chose to forgive you of your murder and your adultery. So now you are called and assigned to forgive others. And you can do it because the Spirit of God will help you when you just let go, saying, I'm not trusting in myself, but I'm trusting in God and I'm letting go. Hallelujah. So this, this is a paranoid spirit, always living in fear, 
of the world, fear of the own unknown. Paranoid spirit is really driven by fear. But the word says that perfect love casts out fear. So if you're dealing with uh, paranoia, a good remedy and the best remedy is the fear of God. Of the fear of God, it's a reverence, a reverence for his holy name, a respect in his honor, knowing that you're not scared what men can do because men can just kill the body. But God doesn't, God can uh, not only kill the body, but he can send the soul to eternal hell. And you know that that's not you. Because God has called you. He has chosen you. He is breaking off these chains of paranoia. He's breaking off these chains and these irrational fears. And he's allowing you to see now the promises of his word. He's allowing you to see his grace and his perfect love that he's coding upon you. First John 3, 1 says, Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon you to call you a child of God. You've been given a kingdom identity, a kingdom identity that breaks fears, that breaks paranoia, that allows you to keep on moving forward, that allows your soul to prosper because as your soul prospers, you become prosperous in all things. And then you will go forth into the world and you will testify how you used to be the per- this person, uh, just boggled in their mind and boxed in their mind, imprisoned in their mind full of fear and anxieties and irrational mistrust of everything you see and hear thinking that the world is going to collapse upon you but you know Jesus now that he has set you free that he has ordained you with power and with glory and he is calling you forth into a beautiful inheritance and he has put a crown of glory upon you and now you have authority in the spirit to rebuke demons. You have discernment to see these mindsets, to see this paranoia, to see that this is not what God has promised for you, but that God has something better, that God has something more beautiful and he is calling you to walk in the glory of it. In Jesus' name, if this message encouraged you, hit the like button. Let me know, family, if you have any questions, any comments on this, anything that you want me to make a video on. I'm not here for the views. If just one person dealing with paranoia can watch this and be set free, praise God. Share it with someone that you believe needs to hear it. And if it's your first time, hit subscribe. I'll be here serving you with the word of God. Hallelujah. God bless you. Bye-bye.